When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome to the Who's Number One podcast. Uh, big show today. Uh, big news first. Connor moving up to the main desk. Uh, Read on some secret business, uh, kind of behind the scenes, right? Mm-hmm. So uh, Connor, Connor's getting promoted. Big What's upgrade. going on, Connor? Yeah, man, it feels good. I'm a new man up here at the front desk. All the power is going to get to my head. Uh, let us know what you guys think of having me up here on the YouTube chat. But we also got a few other guys. We got. Mikey Musumeci, what's up, Mikey? How you doing? And we what's also up, got. Guys? How you doing? Let me Poderoso Poderoso Mike. Am I saying Poderoso, it right? Poderoso Mike. <laughs> However you want to say it. All the way out how there in Mount Vernon, Mikey, Illinois. How you, how you been, Mikey? It's been a couple of weeks. Yeah, I just got back to the states yesterday. So um, just so much traveling. Um, it's crazy because I've been traveling for like two weeks, training way less, and I got like way lighter. I'm like pretty close to like 135. I'm think I'm like 138 right now. So um, I'm like on perfect weight for this match, and I wasn't training. <laughs> so let, let's uh, let's let, let's get a little bit into uh, the the kind of match that Mikey's preparing for, right? Uh, Tezos, who's number one, going down March 25th at 7 p.m. Central. Sports Academy at the Star in Frisco, Texas. Tickets are on sale now. Mm-hmm. We also have tickets on sale to the Daisy Fresh Seminar, uh, which will be on Thursday night, the night before, March 24th. Uh, that's from 7 and 9. Um, ADCC trials around the corner as well. But, Mikey, how are you feeling about this match coming up with Gio? I don't think we've, we've spoke to you since we uh, announced the match. Yeah, I'm so excited. Um, I'm just uh, excited about this match, and I'm excited about everything about it. You know, the card is insane. Um I was on the last who's number one card and um, it kind of sucked that some of the matches were boring. You know, uh, this card, I think there's zero boring matches. So I think that everyone is going to be exciting as hell and every match people are going to enjoy. What was boring for you, Mikey? I want to hear it. Let's get into it. What was boring? Uh, <laughs> I think that the... Um, I'll, I'll say it for you if you don't want to say it. No, no, I, I don't care. Um, I think that just the wrestling matches where no the wrestling, one bro. No, nobody wants to watch jujitsu guys fucking wrestle each other. Nobody yeah. on earth <laughs> wants to watch that shit. Fucking horrible. Stop. <laughs> fucking pull guard. I swear to God, any any match in the future where nobody pulls guard or, or, or doesn't get to the ground, I'm just never bringing those people back. I think it's funny that um, people always complain like back in the day about double pull and IBJJF. Oh, double pull is way better than people. Uh, That's what I'm saying. Walk, the dance backward. <laughs> The Walking backwards and on the feet, pushing each other around and shit. Double pulls way better. These were attacking submissions and stuff, right? Yeah. Like, at least there's some action. <laughs> Get it to the fucking ground. But this one's going to be fire, though, right? The card from top to bottom. I mean, these matches are going to hit the ground. People want to, when they tune in, they want to watch jujitsu guys do jujitsu with each other. And that's going to happen, I think, in every match here. Oh, 100%. Yeah, like, every match should be crazy. So, Mikey, I'm I want to hear, what what's your favorite match coming up on this card, if, if you had to pick one? Me or yeah, um, yeah. oh me. Um probably Jacob versus Nikki. 
I think oh, that man. that fight is awesome. Uh, I'm so excited to see how this fight goes. You know, I it's so um, nobody knows, right? Nobody knows. Uh, Nikki is the favorite, right? Going in with like his uh, titles and stuff, but Jacob is just on the rise and the come up. Every time he competes, he gets better and better. And um, I think he could surprise a lot of people. Mike, you know that you're on the dark side. You're you're a, you're a heel hook guy. Who do you think has the advantage in in the leg locks in this matchup? You know, I think that Jacob's working him way more in competition right now. I think Nikki's been working more wrestling and body locks. So um, I think that Jacob is more active with leg locks. So he might be fresher with that style. Uh, now uh, Nikki trains with all the top leg lock guys like Craig uh, and all those guys at B team. So. He's definitely going to be prepared, obviously, for leg locks. So we'll see if they have a leg lock shootout. That will be so exciting for us. What will happen, right? For sure. One of the things that kind of has me intrigued by this match and by Nikki Ryan in general is, you know, we were just talking about nobody wants to see any of these guys wrestle in a jujitsu match. But Nikki Ryan may be the exception, right? I like watching Nikki Ryan wrestle because, yeah, he wrestles like a wrestler and he, he wrestles like we expect most jujitsu guys to grapple and that he's attacking he's he's not kind of just hand fighting playing patty hick and running away um if this becomes a wrestling match though how quickly do we think that couch pulls guard couch wrestles a lot of daisy fresh too i'm not sure how he matches up with nikki it's tough to call but couch uh, wrestles like three like at least three times a week you know with high level guys every day yeah so i don't i don't yeah, see nikki being like so much higher level than couch at wrestling um, all, all we need, all we need with wrestling, if if guys are going to wrestle, you got to keep going forward. I'm going to tell the tell the refs before this one. On the feet, be more strict with stalling and just hit whoever is moving backwards. If they're moving backwards and you hit them, hit them again. Hit them. Again. I want somebody DQ'd for walking backwards on the feet. Like, that's that's what makes the wrestling matches terrible. Jiu Jitsu is, uh, is guys walking backwards and, and disengaging. Mike, instead of penalties, you should just put dog collars on both people and zap. <laughs> The person when they start stalling. <laughs> You've been hanging out with Wilty too long, man. Yeah, I think yeah exactly. Yeah. He's got the right idea. I've, I've heard similar right. suggestions <laughs> of having like flames around the edge, you know, just to make sure if you step too close to the. It's like no, no. It's like can... it's like uh, Balls of Fury, the ping pong movie. You know, you guys know what I'm talking about at the end. <laughs> I've never seen it. You never seen uh, Balls of Fury? No. Somebody's seen it here, right? Yeah. Yeah. Okay, you know at the end when they have like they're playing the electric one where if they lose they get electrocuted. Yep. I think that's what we should do in these matches. You know, um, I think that the person should get electrocuted every time they're stalling. Um, Mikey, I, and... I want you holding the button on that one. Yeah, no kidding. I want to put one of those. Let's put one of those on Connor on this show next week. Can we <laughs> get one of those? I, every time Connor I ask Mikey about singlets, like... <laughs> yeah. Connor just moved up to this table. Now he's gonna get zapped. Yeah, you can't control me here. I'm in charge up here. This feels he's good. He's free now. <laughs> I'm gonna see Wilsey today. I'll ask him if I can borrow one of his electric dog cars. I might put it on Trey while he's. I'll put it on Trey while he's out here vlogging. Is that uh, how we fix the stalling problem in jujitsu? It's just electrocuting people. I think I so. I think like you're it. onto something. <laughs> yeah. Some oh, behavior yeah. therapy, right? Yeah. We, might, we might have to make the events in North Korea, though. <laughs> All right. Might have to. Got to do what we got to do, Mikey. <laughs> Uh, I want to so, get into the into um, the card in uh, in a second, but uh, it's a little bit a little bit of news I want to bring up first. Uh, Mikey recently signed with One FC uh, as a on part of their part of their grappling. Uh, Mikey, anything you want to tell us about it? No, just um, it was my first time traveling to Asia, 
and uh singapore is freaking awesome like i love it there so i had a lot of fun with the new asian culture like it's a new culture for me you know i'm very familiar with like american italian and brazilian culture so learning about asian culture is really interesting and to have the opportunity to compete in asia will be a really cool experience so i'm excited cool cool and excuse me it's only one fc it's one championship right um, yeah, but that, that's, that's a cool opportunity. I'd like to see maybe some, some grappling matches coming out of there soon. And, uh, yeah, I would love to fight like Mighty Mouse in a jiu-jitsu match. That would oh, be so wow. cool. <laughs> Come on. Pretty yeah, cool. give us those matches. That's kind of what we need. That's exciting. Yeah, yeah. Did we, did we get into Mikey's uh, Geo match yet? We talked, did we talk about that thing yet? No, but let's, let's talk about that a little bit because we had Geo on the show uh, last week. Um, and Geo kind of – opened up right he, he had some things to say about the match some things to say um uh, about the previous match with mikey um we, let, let, let's run this clip from uh from what he said last time and you know it's always going to be it's always going to make it funner when you have a guy that says he wants to break you off you know what i mean because i'm like all right come break me then come come break me bro like i want you to try to break me i thought i'm hard to break mentally and physically and you know like i said before he could try to break me you know, try to break my bones, but I want—I want my goal is to break him mentally. You know, I want to take him out. I want—I want him to think about me and and just not be, you know, just not want to compete against me. When he, when he hears my name and people tell him, "Hey, you want to compete against Gio?" I want him not to, because he's gonna, you know, I want to break him mentally. And every time he hears my name, I want him to, you know, feel like feel that. But I I know um, I have to do it on the mats. You know what I mean? I want to break him on the mats. So mentally, he's broken. That's my goal right there. I want him to, you know, just not talk shit like he does and, and you know, not be all cocky and just, like, kind of big-headed, in my opinion. You know, I don't like that shit. Be, like, be cool about it, bro. Like, you're the champion. You won. And then you go out and talk shit about someone. Like, that, to me, is like, I can't respect that that much. I, can I just say, the biggest crime we've ever committed to the audience of this podcast is not giving him Mikey's live reaction as he eye-rolled <laughs> through most of that video. That was phenomenal. He, had, he did not care to hear that. Mikey, what is your reaction? Uh, and also, you did you watch are, live? You guys are game. <laughs> what happened? Did you watch live uh, last week? And uh, what's your reaction? No, this I was in Europe, I think, during this time. Mm -hmm. um, but um, God there bless you. There was a lot... There was a lot said in that clip. I don't know what Mikey responds to first. <laughs> yeah, I'm kind of overwhelmed. Um, <laughs> um, first of all, the breaking off thing. Um, uh, I think I explained this many times, but um, when I said the breaking mechanics thing, I was saying that Gio's so flexible that the only way to submit him is going to be like to break his limb. It wasn't that I was saying I want to break his limb. I just want to submit him, which would mean like going the full extent because he's so flexible. Um, but of course, he took it the most dramatic way possible. Um, dude, I have no beef with Gio. Uh, for my side, I have no beef. Um, I was salty for like a week. And then I kept going on and competing every other month. Uh, so I don't really care about this drama or anything. I'm just here to fight. Um, he referred to me talking crap after the match. Um, but what happened was the reason why I got upset, I just did a clip with Flo yesterday on, uh, the whole match. Do you want me to just explain what happened in the match? 
Yeah, tell tell some of the stuff that you told me on on the interview yesterday. Yeah, so um, so the match starts right with the friend stuff or whatever. I I thought it was funny. Like I thought it was cool. Like I don't really like any crap talk at all. I think it's dumb. Um, I'm just there to roll with people and good vibes. But um, anyways, he he makes him into the fight mode. I guess he needs to do that to get himself into the fight mindset. So that's awesome. Sure. I get on the mat, I go to shake his hand, and, like, he doesn't shake my hand. And I almost wanted to be, like, sorry for trying to shake your hand. Like, I almost apologized to him when he didn't want to shake my hand. Like, I felt bad that I went to shake his hand. So we start the match, and we interlock fingers like this, like mercy grips. And what he does is he brings one of my hands shallow like this and goes, and my finger just cracks on the spot. Um... And it was, I don't think it was fully broken, but it was kind of messed up, you know? And um, I was like, what the hell? Um, There's a lot of people doing that these days. A lot of people are doing that little finger breaking thing. Yeah, but it's like dirty. Yeah, I got to tell the refs to look out for it. Yeah, yeah. So um, I was just like, what the hell? Like, of course, um, of course he choose like he figures out the most like uh, dirty thing to do in that exchange. And like, I never even thought of that like that somebody would do that. So I'm just like, what the hell, whatever. So his only offense he had with me in this match was a takedown. But in ADCC rules, um, I'm not allowed to pull guard in the finals rules. So I had to give a takedown so I don't get minus one. So I was hoping that he was going to take me down. I was like opening my elbows. Like I'm like, I'm ready to give him the most beautiful takedown ever. I'm going to sell it off. Like, I'm going to make it look awesome. So um, I remember when he did the takedown, all the three people in my corner, we all started cheering. So because I was able to pull guard. And then Eddie Bravo and uh, Boogie looked at my corner like, what the hell is wrong with you guys? <laughs> so, um, so we're still fighting. And then actually the what happens next, it's kind of funny. Um Gio and me are double pull. I, I almost submit him with the arm bar, right? Um, I actually thought the match was over at that point. It was like a minute and 20 seconds in. I really thought the match was over. Like, I never would lose that position in training. So um, that shows you how tough Gio is. And I respect Gio. He is tough as hell, you know? But um, anyways, we're in double pull. And then randomly, Eddie Bravo screams, Gio, come up and get two. And then Gio looks at him and says, what the hell are you talking about? That's not two points. I just started <laughs> laughing when he did that. It was for no reason he screamed that. Um, but then during the match, Gio was just saying shit to me like, you ain't shit. That's all you got. like Stuff like that. And again, um, his vibe is like a fight vibe. Um, I, I trained many years with people that had that vibe with me, you know. One of the gyms I used to train at, uh, the defense for Baron Bull was just stomping my face, uh, grabbing me by the throat, like all that stuff. And it kind of made me not want to do jiu-jitsu training with that style, you know. And a lot of my friends quit jiu-jitsu because of that environment. So a uh, part of me got triggered from that because it brings back a part of me, you know, uh, from the past. But um, anyways, the match ends and I'm just like, I'm almost like, F this guy, you know, but I, let's bury it now. Like, the match is over. Let's be cool. So I go up to him and I say, um, will you show me respect now? Like, we good? Like, basically, like, like, I go to shake his hand and, like, I'm like, will you show me respect? 
we good? And Gio's response to me is, I respect you, but I'll act however the fuck I want. You can't tell me how the fuck to act. That's exactly what he said to me. Have we and heard he went that in before? my face when he said that. Is that is that a new update to the story? Because I, I don't think, think I had gotten that part. Uh, no one ever asked me every line that happened in the match. So <laughs> this is literally what he says to me. And then I say to him, yeah, you respect me, huh? You respect me. Um, you think I care about this match at all? All I care about is the example we have on the next generation. And then when I got my hand, I was, obviously I'm emotional at this point. And then I fucked up by getting emotional in the interview, you know. I did say what I believed, but um, but uh, yeah, I just um, then what happened was when I'm getting my hand raised. If you look at my mouth, you could see me say this. Do you think I give a fuck about beating you? That's what I said on the on when I was getting my hand raised to Gio, and then he's doing this to me, like the tear. So now I'm just like like on like this um, rampage, right? Then a microphone ends up in my hand, and I first see Eddie Bravo. And I'm saying, Eddie Bravo, I'm such a fan of you. Uh, I really like you uh, and everything. I don't know why the the vibe is like this. You know, that's all I said to Eddie Bravo. Because um, I do like Eddie Bravo. He's awesome. You know, so um, then um, I just needed a second to chill. If I would have just had a second, I probably would have not went on that rampage. But again, I did speak my mind and what I felt. Um, I would have never done that, probably. But um, he's just such bad vibes, you know. Like he couldn't just be chill and just—I don't know. Mikey, let's be honest. We're very appreciative that you went on that rampage. We appreciate <laughs> that very much. And I uh... did not appreciate that <laughs> rampage on my social media from ten planet people telling me to kill myself, uh, saying "go f yourself," calling me a pussy, mm-hmm. saying all this, all these things from the jujitsu community on his team. Yeah. Um, I I couldn't believe that they did that. But um, being famous again, these days, bro, they say that shit to LeBron James or Conor McGregor or anybody. You know, it's just part of part of the internet these days. Yeah, I just I just thought everything got blown out of proportion. You know, um, I respect Gio and I have no beef with him. You know, I just thought that that was kind of messed up, and um, I don't want to. I'm not trying to break his limbs or anything. I'm just trying to submit him. You know. I'm in prison for three things from that match. One, um, heel hook prison, another armbar prison, and another finishing from the back prison. You know, I couldn't finish him in those three places. So my goal in this match is to break out of prison in one of those. Did you ever get out of Bolo prison? You freaked Oh, yeah. Out? After I bowled Bruno, that, <laughs> okay. like, got me out of it. You know, that's a legit way to break out, right? Those are the, only three, Bruno. Those are the only three places you're currently incarcerated. Arm lock, <laughs> heel hook. And and back attack prison, uh, guard retention prison also, but that's okay. a whole other story. Right now with Geo, just those three. <laughs> guard retention prison. <laughs> yeah, I, I I I'm I'm in prison most of the time, guys. You know, very critical of myself. So um, I make the joke that I'm in prison in a certain spot whenever I don't do that spot correctly in a match. Mm-hmm. Let me ask you something, Mikey. I'm out here uh, in Mount Vernon right now working with Heath and the guys tonight and tomorrow. So since the last match, Heath has become your head coach. Do you think he's going to be able to help you out and avoid getting sucked into the mind games and the online drama that got to your head a little bit last time? Oh, for sure. You know, um, my first match, I just was fighting out of my garage, right? And I named it after my dog. Loops <laughs> so, Garage. Uh, 
moved garage. So um, I only trained like what four or five people, all good vibes and like basically just all hobbyists, you know, that are just having fun and like that fight vibe. I'm not, I wasn't really used to, like I used to train a lot with people like that, you know, so um, I'm just more chill now, you know, um, I have no beef with Gio. Um, we both got a lot of shit from the last match. So we're both just like, like right now I'm just like chill, like, you know, no beef on my side. Um, win or lose for my part, I'm down to eat pizza with him after. Um, if he's down, you know, um, I'm cool. We'll need to vlog <laughs> that for sure. We'll, we'll get that on tape. Mike, yeah, yeah, we got pizza after the match. That would be really cool, you know. Um, I bet he likes pineapple on pizza, you know. That might make us not friends again, though. <laughs> I think you're dissing him right now. <laughs> yeah, he's, but he has that pineapple on pizza vibe. That's no, the most of a diss he'll get from me. Uh, a little sneak diss there. Uh, Mike, so there's three matches I want to uh, know for sure. We already talked about Nikki and Couch with you. What do, what do you think about another one of your uh, new teammates at Pedro Smith fighting Dante Leon going up against Mika Galvao? Man, I think that that fight is just going to be pure action, right? Uh, Dante literally just ex- like attack, attacks every second. And Mika Galvao, I always say this, he's like the modern Con Gracie. Every second he's just uh, doing crazy submissions everywhere, right? So I'm curious, like, how is it going to go? Are they going to wrestle? Uh, who will win the wrestling exchanges? If they don't wrestle, will Mika pull? Um, if he pulls, will Dante be able to start passing his guard? Will Mika catch him in a submission? Will Dante catch Mika? Like, there's so many different variables in this match. Like, I don't know how it's going to go. Um, I'm really excited for it. Next match, your sister's on the card. What do you think about your sister coming back? Who's number one against Jessica Graham? Oh, yeah. Um, I'm so happy my sister gets to compete again, um, especially on who's number one. Um, and she finished third in September, right? Third at the who's number one championship? Yeah, yeah. In the who's number one second. She got third. She lost a, a rough decision to Mesa, my sister. Okay. I thought she should have won. But um, my sister is super high level. You know, she trains every day with me at night. She works from like 7 a.m. to like 7 at night and then comes right home and trains. She's a she works in a clerk, so she's a lawyer. Um, so you have to give her that, right? Like every day she's working a full time job and she's still out there competing. That's wild, especially at like a law office. That's not like getting off Seven Eleven. That's actually no, no, using no, your she's brain like all day. really working. Yeah, <laughs> you know, so, uh, she. Whenever I feel like I'm like tired and like I'm, um, I feel so lazy compared to my sister. You know how much she works. Mm-hmm. Amy's still the only person in who's number one's history with with no Instagram account. Yeah, <laughs> she doesn't have to make an Instagram post. She doesn't have to deal with anyone talking shit. She just yeah. still. Yeah. Uh, so also one of the matches that I think people are most excited for. What do you think about Marigali making his Nogi debut? Man, I think that Marigali um, is jujitsu is going to look the same as it always does. Gi and Nogi, you know, he's so dominant and aggressive coming forward. And I think we're going to see that with him in this match. You know, I think that it's a perfect first match um, for him in who's number one, um, especially getting used to the rule set and being center stage. Um, I think that the most compa- uh, similar comparison for us Gi people going into no Gi for the who's number one is Black Belt World's finals uh, because it's more center stage in the pyramid, not the worlds that we just did. 
Um, I felt like that's the most similar vibe to uh, Black Belt World's Finals is a who's number one match. So he's so used to that. Marangali has been in World's Finals many times. So I think that he won't even um, feel anything. It'll, it'll be awesome. I'm excited to watch his adjustment. Mikey, you went through this just last year, but what is like the and obviously you you had no gi experience before who's number one but what's yeah. the transition like going from top of the food chain gi competition directly into top of the food chain no gi competition um the vibe is like you're in college and you're studying for a final the night before the test like every <laughs> second that's the vibe of doing that you know that's pretty much what it felt like um just cramming every second and trying to like develop these new skills that um, that in gi we don't really have to think about, you know. Um, so it's a lot of hand-eye coordination that you have to add on to your jiu-jitsu that I felt like I needed to in like a short period of time. So um, in March, well, this March coming up against my match with Gio, this is going to be my one-year anniversary of competing like nogi in who's number one and just being nogi in general, you know, because. Um, 2016, I won Black Belt Worlds in Nogi, but um, I only did like two weeks of training Nogi then. I didn't really train Nogi like I am now. So this is my one-year anniversary. I think Marangali will just have to adjust the leg entanglements a little bit, like um, 50-50 and uh, honey, honey hole. I think the leg configurations are a little different than Gi, but besides that, I see him adjusting instantly. I think his passing will be perfect instantly i think that just guard is a little different like with retention because he likes collar sleeve like me so us collar sleeve guys um it's that's an annoying adjustment to nogi what about his passing style makes you think that he's going to transition really really smoothly i think that his outside passing he'll do very well with people that are sitting down i think that when people are seated he'll have a really good knee cut I think that gi passing in general is more difficult than no gi. So I think that he's so high level in his gi passing already that he'll instantly have no problem in uh, no gi. I don't know if you saw uh, Gordon made his uh, prediction for this match, and he predicted Marigali goes out there, heel hooks in 15 seconds, slips <laughs> off the whole crowd, gets DQ'd. That's Mikey. awesome. How likely I think is that? We, we, we definitely wouldn't DQ someone for giving him a double bird. <laughs> I would probably give him a bird, really. Yeah. Mike, you know I'm driving a Maserati around my, Mount Vernon right now? What happened? Driving a Maserati around Mount Vernon. That's the car I rented today. You're, You're driving a Maserati? What? <laughs> I, I, I stopped oh. Trey earlier. I, li- I like to consider myself a pro traveler. And one thing I'm good at, if you can make the person laugh at the rental car place, they'll always hook you up. I usually get Cadillac Escalades, but all they had today was a Maserati. I got a got a maserati in mount vernon right now you're gonna drive through the hood with that <laughs> i mean there's only like four blocks here and two of them in the hood, <laughs> do you so. have do you have trey <laughs> outside watching the guy, car? No choice. Uh, yeah i don't know maybe it'll, maybe it'll get stolen it might might be good for the vlog but you, you uh, go, yeah you should definitely <laughs> film mike and drive through the hood with it like we'll get some good footage you know yeah 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 but uh all right do we got any fan questions before we get out of here we actually do, Mikey. Uh, you may have you may have mentioned this before on the show, but uh, one of our longtime viewers, we only know him as C, asked about the uh, shirt and tie you got up on the in the background there. Uh, you wanna you wanna give a little bit of background on that? 
Yeah, so this is my uh, dad's room. He's a huge Frank Sinatra <laughs> fan. So that's the Frank Sinatra. That's a Frank Sinatra thing. When you say it's a Frank Sinatra thing, do you mean like Frank Sinatra wore that? Yes, he actually wore that. So my dad's a crazy Frank Sinatra fan. Frank Sinatra room. Yep, the Frank Sinatra, Frank Sinatra stuff. Yeah. But shout out to my dad. He's still in Florida. My grandma is battling cancer. So um, she's doing chemo every day. And I haven't seen him in like two months because he's been with my grandma this whole time. Mike Sr. is the man. I'm going to get one day. I'm going to get him on camera. I, I like all the most Mechies, but Mike Sr. is my favorite. He's the coolest Mechies. one. He's the coolest. That's my one. homeboy. When we go there and we interview Tammy and Mikey and stuff, me and Mike Sr. stand out back and chop it up for a couple hours. <laughs> we, need the, uh, we need the Mike Sr. Uh, interview coming up soon. Um, yeah, Michael seen it. He's the man. Uh, we did have another question from the Discord, uh, Mikey, and it, this may feel like one you went over before, but I'm sure the fans always appreciate it. Um, so, like, whenever you're developing a new technique, specifically, you know, you always talk about the nogi transition. You had to kind of yeah. develop heel hooks relatively quickly. So, like, when you're trying to develop that new skill and you got to do so almost in a crunch time. Like, what does your training look like? What techniques are you using to kind of make sure that, um, you know, those moves really stick in your head and your body? Uh, my advice, it's all hand-eye coordination for me, especially. Like, I could learn a technique, but um, to actually be able to do it in training and competition, you have to develop hand-eye coordination that would take somebody else months. So how do you do that? You have to drill it for hours. So I was drilling like three to four hours a day just to get that coordination, you know, and then I would get the skill that would take someone else like six months to a year in like a week or two weeks or a month. Well, there you go. I'll just but, do everything a thousand times over and over. But it like makes you mentally exhausted. So you will get like mentally like destroyed doing that and it's not healthy. Uh, I don't recommend that as a training <laughs> regimen. Um, you go insane. <laughs> so, yeah, I wouldn't recommend it. But if you need to do it and you're in crunch time, you got to do what you got to do, right? You got to pull that all-nighter before a final in college. You got to just drink caffeine all night. Like, that's it. Connor, Corey, I want to know before we get out of here, is this true that you guys are jealous of all of the uh, people attracted to, to OG Trey online? Jealous is not the word. I'm gonna uh, Trey, say Trey was showing me. Trey has a collection of of screenshots of people in YouTube chats or whatever talking about how beautiful he is, and he told me that you guys are jealous of him. Well, Trey that, also has a lot of fake accounts. Yeah, Trey has burner accounts <laughs> that he decides to go on and create a fan yeah. club for himself. I might be jealous if I was you guys. I, I I got no reason to be jealous. I'm like Gollum from the Lord of the Rings. I'm just <laughs> a creature. So I know I'm not good looking. <laughs> well, you're up here. You and Reed have always made me jealous. So now, you know, I'm getting a little bit payback now being at the front desk. You know what I'm saying? I got elbow room up here. Honor moved up. Hell yeah. Yeah. Mike, you got to come check out the new office. We got a new Illuminati headquarters. Wait till you see it. It's really nice. Mike, so oh. if you leave JW Marriott, you turn right, they told me. How it's like it's two right, blocks it's, down. It's, it's, it's like the building the next door to the JW Marriott. Is, the, is it an Italian restaurant right there? It's I don't know. I've, only, I've only been in the office two times, but it's it's nice. I know the blocks of Austin by the pizza places on those <laughs> yeah. blocks. Mikey asked me that. He's like, where in relation what's, to the, what, what, the what, Italian What's the pizza place you like, Mikey? I always go to after um, after the weigh-ins and stuff. I always go to. It's not the best pizza place, but it's um, it's just a nice restaurant. 
forgot the name. There's a I coffee it, place right next to it. I bet it's the place, Mark. When one of my bosses came back with some pizza that looked like pizza that, that you would cook in your backyard yesterday. Yeah, yeah. Looked There's like one really pizza. good place an extra two blocks down that I go to after the competition. But like when I'm just eating uh Mikey, before, is that the window like, in the wall? Which one? Is that just a window in the wall? It's just like a, a random window somewhere? It's like all Italian people in it. They only speak Italian. Oh, I don't know. It's so good. That one's really good. Um, that's like four or five blocks down though. Um, like three blocks down, like I think right by you guys is this pasta place, which is really good. Hell yeah. Mikey's got all right, the, there we the go. We five, three blocks and whatever to find these pizza places. <laughs> uh, all right, I, I'm out here in Mount Vernon with Daisy Fresh guys. I, I think next week I should be back in studio for the first time in a while. Mikey, you calling in again next week? Yes, sir. Cool. Uh, what Tezos, we do next we can who's talk, number we can one? I yeah, yeah, we're talking. We're talking betting lines next week. Uh, we got the betting lines article oh, out okay. today. Uh, let, let's talk about how to make some thick stacks next week. <laughs> Tezos, who's number one? March twenty fifth, presented by Fat Tire, Mikey Musmetching, Gio Martinez in the main event. Sports Academy at the start. Tickets on sale now. Uh, Connor's gonna drop the link in the YouTube bio. Uh, also, tickets to the Daisy Fresh seminar on Thursday. Press conference on Thursday, uh, 24th. Uh, be there. Get hype. Watch it on Flow Grappling. Us.